So what I'm saying is whoever's listening and has a couple hundred acres right here around Franklin that has plenty <laughs> of turkeys, give us a call. We'll just hey, we just need we just need three off of your property, one for each of us, and we'll yeah. t- but we'll take one. Right. <laughs> Give us a call. Welcome back to the Eighth and Time Podcast. This is episode number thirty, and it's been thirty days or more since we were on this. Thing. Did that on purpose. <laughs> uh, first of the year, a whole lot of stuff's gone on. Um, I've had a son. Justin is rock and rolling in real estate and just doing his thing, uh, fighting the coronavirus as we speak. <laughs> and then uh, Austin's got himself a new job. So all kinds of updates to talk about. Um, we actually just finished up the NWTF. What was that? Two weeks ago now. Yep. Um, so our local little convention here at Gaylord Entertainment Center. That was a lot of fun. Um, it always is. But this year we decided to go about it a little bit different. Um, we typically go in and we've got all the cameras rolling and it's more of a production than it is hang out, have a good time. Um, I know Justin was busy, you know, working, uh, the biggest thing. So me and Austin got to kind of just enjoy the time of, uh, loving on our people saying, Hey, and, uh, getting to try out new stuff. I got to buy some stuff and we got to buy some stuff and (laughs) hang out and buy some stuff. Golly, (laughs) spend way too much dang money. Make sure that door's closed so Rachel can hear me talk about that's I, I swear, man. I swear. Um, but super excited for turkey season. Um, what is the date? Is it April? April. I looked at it earlier. It's April fourth. I think it's the fourth. It's that Saturday. Yeah. yeah. April fourth. So April the fourth. So we're just about a month out. Um, so yeah, this weekend will be right at four to five weeks. Yeah. Um, from this weekend and uh justin you've been out scouting birds you've been posting videos yet you what are you hiding from us over here man those are those road birds you know <laughs> those, those uh those easy getters easy getters easy getters is it like when, what we say about hunting velvet deer they're the easy ones slam dunk, slam you know? dunk. that's why i've never killed one actually <laughs> no i mean um speaking of you know we're getting ready for this year we austin and i were at nwtf Kind of thinking about our what we, our goals are for this turkey season, and it's just an extension of last year. But we we ponied up and bought some humongous, 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 whatever they are, <laughs> the biggest, whatever they are. Um, Barrett, right? Am I saying yep. it? Barrett blinds. Um, they're they're the biggest blind I've ever seen. I think they're the biggest blind in the market. Kind of they they market themselves as having the biggest, most spacious blind. Yep, and they are not wrong. We walked in, and Austin and I can stand up. Not the whole hunched over stand up. I mean, stand up in it. Now, I know that's, is tall. That's not, I know that may not be saying much for me, but I can stand <laughs> up, and I can almost do jumping jacks in there. I mean, and they're big. And the biggest thing was how big the footprint is. So you can get a tripod in there and stick it and still have plenty of room. One thing, Justin, you asked, can you stand up and shoot a bow out of that? I know I could. I could stand up and shoot a bow out the window. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Part of the, one of the ways they marketed it there at um, NWTF. I mean, they had a picture of a guy standing up in the blind shooting his bow, and it just shows you the space, not just height-wise, but uh, width-wise. I mean, they have enough space for you to pull all the way back or all the way back and release the arrow, so. It only takes nine cedar trees to brush it in. Yeah, only nine cedar trees. <laughs> good, that's a good point. God, I didn't even think about the brush in job. For for deer season, that would be that'll be quite the task is getting those things hidden. Yeah, uh, luckily, turkeys don't care about them as much, but yeah, still got to make sure you get them in the right spot. And that's one thing I said too that I am still going to figure out with these is as big as they are, 
the with it having such a big footprint, you're gonna have to find a nice level piece of ground because that thing's gonna be all wobbly wibbly wobbly. But I'm excited about the size because we'll we'll be able to hide it on, move in on, and stay comfortable. That's what's so hard for us two guys, tripod, seats, chairs, whatever, and then trying to kill a turkey and not knock the blind over. Um, so having that all that extra space was what really sold me on them. Um, and they had a good deal going at the show, so you got to take advantage of that. I know I took advantage of the um, Dave Smith decoy deal. They had, like, drop ship, so free shipping, and they had – I don't know that they were on sale, but the drop ship option was pretty nice, so free shipping. Um, got me the upright hen, so I was glad to do that. And then, Austin, you spent some dough too, my friend. Oh, God. I bought me a new hunting vest. That's <laughs> right. Best, uh, so um, the one I had before is just super baggy. I mean, you've seen pictures of me. I'm not – Skinny dude, <laughs> so just, a little. just a little bit, but uh, so I needed the best, it was just more form fitting, something that you know can wasn't knocking around leaves when I was walking through the woods, just something I can contain. And it's just the perfect vest, it had a little bit of a military feel to it. Uh, that was it. the only thing I don't like about it is that I don't have all that extra space for the camera gear, right? Um, that are out one we had that I had before, and you had a big pouch in the back, and you can you can throw anything you want in there. That's all right. I'll just, we'll just swap vests, man. When it's my turn to kill a turkey, yeah. I'll just take your turkey killing vest and you can take my filming killing turkey vest. Exactly. <laughs> my favorite part about this vest is the seat cushion is probably four inches thick. It's thick, man. I remember, I mean, it is, it's as thick as one of these books on our table right here. I mean, it is just a wallop of a mat, but it's still small and lightweight. That's what oh, drew me to it when we picked it up on the hanger. I mean, it was like holding the hanger, super lightweight. Um, they had, what is it? It was the, it's the Nightingale yep. running gun. It was the label of them, and yeah, it was a running gun. 200, 200 300. 300. I got the 300. The 300. Yeah, 300 just came with a little bit more extra uh, storage space, uh, so that's just a no-brainer. Yep. So super happy with that purchase. And then I also went, big UT fan. That's right. I mean, two or three of us are, but <laughs> Sorry, um, I like to win. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Orca Cooler here, based in Franklin, Tennessee, uh, they have really cool um, tumblers. That just had old smoky on it, so I had to get that. It's just orange with old smoky on it. It's perfect for work, so go UT. <laughs> I feel sorry for y'all. <laughs> you, uh, I know you need to go over there with us uh, on during the weekend, Justin, but you did make a trip up. Yep, we went and got some uh, some tungsten. Yep. Try, tried out the uh, the ninja shot. The ninja sure. shot. Okay, yeah. so what? Yeah, I didn't get to see what you bought. So is it something different than you used last year? It's still TSS, same stuff. It's still made by Apex, but it's uh, their new blend they're coming out with this year. It's called Ninja. I'm all about Ninja this year. I'm good with that. Shell packed full of Ninja stars. <laughs> ninja stars. <laughs> <laughs> what is different? Did they? Did, do you remember? I don't mean. To be quite honest, I don't know. <laughs> it just had a really cool label. <laughs> highlighter green. Highlighter green shell looks pretty sweet. <laughs> All right, so all right. I have to check that out. I think Apex. it's uh, it's eight and a half. I was planning on getting nines. Okay. I wasn't going to walk, to be honest, I wasn't going to walk all the way to the other side of the convention to go buy the nines. So they sold me on that same price. So. They're like, hey, we can keep you from having to walk all the way over there. And I'm all about it. Yeah. No so, brainer for you. Yeah. But while we were there Saturday, what was, like I said, get to love on and, and meet it with our people. Hung out with Tim Newman from Analogics for a while. They've got some exciting news coming in April. Um, can't really say what that is. We were sworn to secrecy, but they've got some exciting news coming up in April. Um, that's going to be great for Analogics and then just their their overall package and what they do for just in conservation and, and whitetail, uh, you know, health and, and herd management, all those types of things. It's just great sitting there. I feel like every time I talk to Tim, which you and Justin, you and Tim have a good relationship just because you guys are Auburn fans. Yeah. Did he go yep. to Auburn? Remind me? Yes, he did. Yeah, he that's right. He was in their deer biology. That's right. Major. 
But every time I talk to him, it, it's always a good time. And uh, he's so knowledgeable about, obviously, he's a, he's a wildlife biologist, so he always has something something cool to say. And it's good for kind of that cross, you know, crossing of industries. And what I mean by that is analogics is 100% deer-based, 100% white-tailed deer-based. And here they are in WTF. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, they are there trying to serve their customers and grow their client base and increase their footprint, all those types of things. But at the same time, they're loving on turkey hunters at the same time. Um, which is great. They're passing out, you know, they're passing out goodies, passing out free samples of product to people that may not even, you know, that never deer hunt. Um, but they're getting the name out there, all that kind of stuff. So that's great. And to have one of those booths and pay the money to be there is awesome. Just that whole hunter support hunters, that type of thing. Um, got to hang out with Philip Sharp. Actually, we're going to have him on the podcast probably next week or the week after him and his wife are in town, uh, back home for a little bit. Big bone outfitters, man. Every time we stopped by Austin, he had people over there booking hunts. So. Um, it was full every time we were over there. You don't there. have any turkeys out there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's where you were at. I mean, not too long from now, we were up yeah, there last year. About a month and some change. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're looking for a Merriam's tag, give old Big Bone Outfitters a call. I don't know what he's got left. I'm being serious. Every time we'd go over there, man, he was just, he was packed. It, it, he was he was wheeling and dealing, working those deals and getting some folks up there to go hunting. Um and then got to hang out with our folks from Groove Life that are again are here in Spring Hill. Um, ran into uh, that, that crew. They again same kind of deal. That booth was packed. You couldn't, couldn't, even, say couldn't even say hey, hey, hello, bye. Nothing. They had people sign, trying on rings and doing their whole thing. That whole shindig was was getting it down pretty good. Hung out with RT for a little bit. Oh, RT Bailey. Yeah, got a haircut yet? No, no haircut. Uh, he's, he's, I think he's one step away from putting it up into a man bun. <laughs> if I had to bet, he's probably getting ready to put it up into a man bun. Um, but yeah, NWTF Expo was really good. I mean, I enjoy that show every year. What's great for us is that it's so close, and we can run right over there, run right out if we need to, and at the same time, if we want to spend some time hanging out, enjoying enjoying people, um, it's always always a good time. Got to meet up with Caleb and Ryer, yeah, hung out with them, which yeah. Redneck Tech Podcast, Coke Creative. Um, got to hang out with them and talk about what they've got going on this year. And just since we've talked, I mean, they have just stayed busy. Um, they're, I mean, every day they're posting something for Mossy Oak, you know, Mossy Oak Outdoor TV. It, it's constant. Um, yeah, they're doing their podcast on the roads as they're driving. And just... They are much more consistent with their podcast. So if you're looking for consistency in a podcast, <laughs> um, you can go check out Redneck Tech, Pod, Redneck Tech Podcast with old Caleb Copeland and uh, Ryer Porter. But, I mean, since they linked up, which is not that long ago, um, they linked up at the end of Less last year. Yeah, they linked up. I think it was like the last fall, end of last fall or maybe six months. I don't really, I can't keep up. A year ago was the film class that we had. That's right. Was, they linked up several months after that. That's right. So. Oh, that, oh, my gosh, that's right. Wow. Redneck yeah. Tech. Yeah, that that film class was this time last year. Wow. Last weekend, I think it was. Wow. 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 So, yeah, yeah, they've linked up and um, they've put out some awesome stuff working with people all across. You know, yeah, they've obviously got. Um, Habit TV, and then they've done some stuff with Red Arrow and Kip Campbell, and um, just all different kinds of stuff. So getting to hang out with them and talk different things and understand what they've got going. They made a big purchase too. They got them a whoa, whoa, red. Whoa. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they got. The, I think they got the Raven, which is um, one heck of a model. And we'll still let us part of that come duck season. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take it out. I think we'll take it bow fishing. Yeah, <laughs> um, get the old red out and, and uh, do some bow fishing and um, yeah, duck hunt would be good. I think kayak, kayak boat 
uh, duck hunting. I actually That's wanted to, to attach it. it to a drone. Sea, sea duck hunting with sea duck. Yeah. with the red raven. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I think that'll work out just fine. I'm sure Caleb would sign that over immediately. Um, so outside of that, again, we got turkey season coming up. Um, my goal this year is to kill one with a bow. I know I told Caleb that when we were at NWTF to kind of segue. Told him that, and he, he of course, rolled his eyes. He thinks that turkeys were meant to be shot in the face um, with a shotgun, but I do want to kill one with a bow this year. Um, it's been it's been a minute since I did that, so. I got a question about that. Are you going to make that, like, your first turkey kill? Are you going to at least I just get a know, shotgun kill in? Because I, I think I know Grant, when it comes around, he's like, okay, I can get him the shotgun. I'm going to get this first one out of the way. I know. I, that's a good question. I don't want to. This, this is how we met. Slow-mo. In slow-mo. slow-mo. The slow-mo. last turkey kill you got was how we met in. I started yeah, hunting. Yeah, so. that's right. I'm kind of curious how you The last bow one that I killed, that's right. I posted on Instagram and Austin reached out. So uh, I don't know. It's a commitment. I think with the blinds that we've got and now with back then I had very, very limited grounds to turkey hunt on. It's not saying that we just have gobs of places to do it now, but it was just so limited that when I was gonna kill one I had to, I had one bird or two birds to kill, so I had to commit to it with the bow. Um literally killed him the second to last day of season. Um that was crazy. But yeah, so that's a goal of mine this year. Last year we had big, big, big goals that were that were stomped out for old Justin Hill with the with the slam. What's goals for Justin this year? Oh, just fill four tags. <laughs> <laughs> fill four tags and go to Alabama and kill some turkeys. You don't want to travel to five different states? Alabama, no, no. Florida, Tennessee, Texas. My pro my, that was a priority before, you know, that was pre baby. Now post baby. Uh Gonna be hitting those early weekday mornings back at work by eight. While Grant's still out there trying to kill one with a bow, I'm already tagged <laughs> out. Back at the office working. Uh, that's the goal. So, um, speaking of, we need a little bit more ground uh, to kill some turkeys on. Oh, speaking of, that's right, that's right. Austin, you written all those letters you were gonna write when no, you were I off wrote work last year. I haven't heard that. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, that one property that we had talked about the other day, yeah. I have not heard a thing in a week. Or no, you texted me earlier this week, so it's been about four days. Yeah. I still have not heard anything about that one. So what I'm saying is whoever's listening and has a couple hundred acres right here around Franklin that has plenty <laughs> of turkeys, give us a call. We'll just hey, we just need we just need three off of your property. One for each of us. And we'll ta- but we'll take one. That's right. <laughs> give us a call. One's better than none. We promise they lay eggs. They'll be back next year. <laughs> um, no, I mean, we were blessed last year to have the properties that we had, and, and we've hopefully added a few. We'll have a few more added for this year, and that's one of, that's one of the fun parts. Uh, Justin, you and I have taken part of just for a day, half day was looking for sheds, um, yep. not necessarily always on property that we're hunting, but property that we can at least walk and look for sheds and um, just check things out. And I think we were a little early on that. We're definitely a little early. We found one, I guess it was last week. Um, but as far as trail cameras go, I'd say about 75% of our, of our deer are still holding. But I've talked to people in Kansas, Whitwin for the Logic Hunter. I know he was in Kansas last weekend, and you know, I think he said over half of his deer are still holding. So okay. you know, I think we're still several weeks out. And then by that time, I'm already thinking about turkey season, so I'm done shed hunting by the time ticks started coming out. Oh, my gosh. Well, I said that when we, were, when we were walking the property that we were walking earlier this week. Or, yeah, was that the, yeah, it was yeah, this week. Um, that's what I said. I said, could you imagine the ticks? And then literally as I said that, I was like, it ain't far. 
And tickets are fixing to be out everywhere. Yeah, probably. First of March, yep. go after. Yep. Nope. We still we need, need a big snow before. Right. We need, we, need, we need another freeze for real. We really do. degrees last night. I was happy. So, speaking of looking for sheds, I think Austin has Austin has a new roommate. I do. He's got four legs. Yeah, four legs. <laughs> four legs and uh, eats out of a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Name is Moose. Yeah, tell us, Moose. Tell us about Moose and then that, uh, a little bit about shed hunting with Moose. Yeah, so deleting into Moose at the beginning of the podcast, Brandon mentioned a new job. So I left Tractor Supply, a uh, great company. was just looking for different opportunities. Uh, many of you probably have heard of the Mars brand. I mean, they do everything from Uncle Ben's chocolate, uh, pet food, uh, all healthy natural bars, the kind bars, that kind of stuff. So they have their pet care company or headquarters located here in Franklin, Tennessee, right down the road. And one of the benefits of working there is you get to bring your dog to work. Woo-hoo! So as soon as I got that job offer, I was looking on the market just for a dog. I was originally was like, I just want any dog. But deep down, like labs always been my passion growing up. I had a yellow lab brand. I think you have. Yep. Uh, you've had a couple labs. I've had a couple of yeah. them, yeah. Justin, have you ever had a dog? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he got into my truck earlier. Is there, is there hair in there? Yep. <laughs> Don't want one either. Yeah. That's why better better knowing one is knowing somebody that wants one. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like a boat. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But it worked out perfectly. One of my friends, uh, I've been following this breeder online that the wife had a baby. So she couldn't really promote, hey, we have X amount of oh, labs okay. left. Okay. So they got to be four months old. And so she, mm. they cut the price in half. If you're adopting a pure lab, oh, it's yeah. expensive. So yeah. got it at half the price. And so I pulled up. $5 dog. Yeah. $5 dog. <laughs> Get back here, $5 dog. Austin <laughs> doesn't know what I'm talking about at all. Nope. $5 dog. <laughs> All right, for, so the, those that don't know, you need to go look up TK, TK and Mike Outdoors. TK and Mike Outdoors. I think that's the duck hunting episode. That's right. <laughs> I'll have to go look at yeah, that's that. right. That's right. But yeah, so the, it turns out his dad is a champion shed hunter. That is, that had no idea until I pulled so up. So we've got high expectations. We've got high for expectations for this. I did. I was wondering why he's not chewing on a deer antler yet. That's right. The other thing, too, uh, with that is. I, it, to me, it seems like shed hunting dogs is like still super, super new. Like I don't remember this going for me. At least maybe it being advertised or whatever as like something that you can literally go purchase a dog that's trained for this. Now I've heard of people like, you know, hey, my dog will do this. Well, all right, cool. But like, like you said, there's championship shed hunting dogs. I didn't even know that was a thing till like three, maybe two or three years ago. <laughs> I know that like the Lukowski's team, you know, Lee yeah. and Tiffany, they they started doing it. They would buy these dogs that were, you know, trained, and that's what they do. Blows my mind. Yeah, I agree. I don't even know what goes into the training. Have you done any research I, on it I'm at all? I'm still on the puppy training YouTube videos. What's puppy training like? We need to step it up. Also. Cleaning up poop. <laughs> yeah, Sit, Grant, lay down. Grant and I are on the same that. training, but yeah. with a human. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's weird, man. My son doesn't like it when you rub his face in it. Tell him no. <laughs> I am kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Actually, that doesn't work for dogs. We're, we're still working the shock car at my house. <laughs> oh my gosh! Don't get child services called over here, y'all. Hey, child services, come on! We're the best dads around. It's not on. a shock car; it's a bark collar. <laughs> it just vibrates. <laughs> okay, so speaking of bark collar, yeah. you guys see the bark collar when the dog's barking it, it produces a curse sound. No, really. So the dog will bark, and I'm, I'm not going to say it, but it'll yeah. just randomly different curse. It words. just throws out four letter words. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. You got the $5 dog and you got the four-letter collar. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's pretty funny because we had when I remember this is awful, but I mean, sh- I never had shock collars, but we had the bark collar, and you had to have them the resident the where my parents lived growing up. It's pretty bad, and it would like sp- it like sprayed something out. What? Yeah, like I think it's actually like citronella. <laughs> oh my god! It would spray that out because it would you know that's awful, right? Yeah. Animal abuse. So we've got child we got child protective services on the way, and then Peter will be here right after that. Yeah. Or animal, you know. we're done. <laughs> Man, so what has it been like having moose? And then tell us again. Tell us about Mars. You mentioned that you know you got to bring your dog to work, but tell us about what it's been like for you to make that transition and all it's, that, man. It's completely different. It's a completely different culture than Tractor Supply was. Yep. Nothing against Tractor Supply. It's just your traditional corporate office. Um, it had its structure. It had its policies. Very similar to the military. Is that's why it made the transition from me getting out of the military into Tractor Supply. Mars is the 180. They, they say they care more about your relationships with each other than they do about the processes. Mm-hmm. They want to give you that creativity to figure out how to get the job done that best suits you. And another big transition was the office. We used to tiny little, not tiny cubes, but just cubes closed off. Yep. Completely open office at Mars. Uh, you can see everybody around. They've got those standing desks. You just press the button, raise and lower. Mm. Um, yeah, it is a little, you kind of want to play with the dogs at first when right. you get there, but you just get used to them. They're just sitting down next to you. I mean, yeah. Justin wouldn't be Austin's there. walking around there like an ADD kid, like, oh, puppy. Oh, oh puppy. Over there. <laughs> there. But, uh, so it's a great, everybody's so nice, and it's making sure you adjust. Yeah. To the culture properly because it's an international company. They, I was telling Justin earlier, they operate in 80 countries around the world. Mm. Um, our uh, president of the office, our CEO, he's from Scotland. Um, we've got people sitting on the board from Hong Kong, from the UK, and it's just awesome hearing these different accents and then also them bringing in their experiences from a different culture that the United States necessarily wouldn't have different ideas. So that part's really cool. Um, then as far as moves just at home, God, anytime I hear it, like a pitter patter or something that sounds like pee or something, I'm yep. jumping up. Or if I if I know he's going out of vision, I'm jumping up and freaking out. But um, the only thing, yeah, is the the puppy. I mean, the potty trainer. I'm yeah, glad he's great. He's super obedient. When Good. I walk around, he follows. When I stop, he sits and looks at me, waits for me to do anything. It's just that natural intelligence that comes with the yeah. lab. So. I'm having a blast. So what about, so, so labs are chewers. Oh, uh, what, Justin? Go ahead. Labs are chewers. So what, What? It, how are you combating? So I subscribe to a chew box. A chew box, so okay. So they send treats as far as like hard, like tough chew toys. Yep. And they're scented. So right now he's got one that's scented like honey, one that's scented like peanut butter, one that's scented like vanilla. One that's scented like, like leather, like brand new shoes. Yeah. yeah. So he hasn't Fresh destroyed underwear. any of that stuff. Fresh yet. underwear. Yeah, so he's stuck to his toys, luckily. I'm Wood lucky. trim. The chair leg scented. <laughs> Lazy boy. Yeah. Lazy boy scented. <laughs> as long as he doesn't chew up my beer, I'm happy. Okay, all right. No, but he's been pretty good about chewing. He sticks to his toys. Good, that is good. I There's there's two, I've heard two methods to, to, to that whole science or a science to chewing. One is that you have a bunch of toys so that they have options, and the other is that you do not introduce any type of chew toy, so they never envelop, they never develop the habit of chewing. So I've heard. I need an antler for him to chew on. I'm going on Saturday, Jason. <laughs> they hadn't dropped yet. <laughs> hey, can't find them on the couch. Hey, I work a normal, normal scheduled job, buddy. <laughs> you can order one off the eBay. You said you subscribe to a chew box. <laughs> Oh man, 
so oh, no. this like this so this weekend is a, a month away for me getting things ready for the upcoming yeah. month. I mean, so Grant, yeah, I know. Tell, tell us about yeah. Tell us about your world right Being now. Around the bush, yeah, I know. Right? I already kind of know how it feels, but you know. Yeah. So Bo Briar Burnett came into the world the 18th or the 28th. Wow, the 28th of January. I'm already getting <laughs> dates. Don't wrong. forget you that forget date. That. <laughs> Yep, that's came, the one you put in your phone and say remind yearly. No, that's the one you tattoo on your arm. On your arm. Right. Right. <laughs> For some reason, I do, I do feel like the marriage, your 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 uh, anniversary is probably a little bit more important, just because your wife will decapitate you. But um, yeah, definitely. So one twenty eight, twenty twenty, Bo Briar Burnett made his entrance into the world. A month old Tuesday, or yeah, mid eleven fifty five on Tuesday. So a little over past month, Tuesday. Yeah, like. Yeah, so this this week, so just over a month old, um, man. Just being honest, I mean, you hear all the you you hear all the good news about being a dad, and I'd rather just be real. You know, you hear all the good things about man. You just you fall in love, and it's just the sweetest thing, and it's just so great being a parent. Yes, that is all very true. You fall in love; it's just incredible. You finally have something that's yours that no one can ever take away. Just the sweetest thing. Blah blah blah. Yes. What they don't tell you is that that love is not necessarily reciprocated. <laughs> it is that is a must be fed, must be changed, must be put down for bed, a hundred percent. That it, the, the child one hundred percent depends on you for literally everything, and that's just something that I'm, I'm being serious. I just was not prepared for. Babies eat all day and all night. Did you guys know that? <laughs> I didn't. Justin, you know oh, yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. But when you go yeah, to bed... You're about at that month phase. He's almost out of yeah. it, so... Yeah, so Austin, a child will eat from 7 a.m. to 7 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> All day. So he'll eat like every two to three hours. They don't stop at 9 o'clock. They don't stop at 10 o'clock. They don't stop at midnight. Every two to three hours, their their belly makes a little sound, and they start hollering and screaming, and it's time to eat. <laughs> And you have about, from that holler and screaming, they will not stop. They do not stop until you feed them. They don't stop. There's nothing that you can do. <laughs> you must feed them. Um, it scared a lot of people And right so I remember this. So when, when we were, you know, going through baby showers and getting everything ready to have a kid, um, there we got asked all these questions. And one of the, one, like for like fun, they would ask these questions and read back your answers or whatever. And one of them was, hey, dad, how many diapers do you think you'll go through in a day? And I was, I was trying to be smart. I was literally thinking, okay, baby will probably eat six to eight times during the day. I'd say he poops every other time. So four to six diapers. <laughs> no exaggeration. Try, try 10 to 12, if not more. Oh, yeah. And my son doesn't like to poop in a, in a dirty diaper. So if he's already peed in it, he's going to wait till he gets a fresh one. <laughs> and then he gets that fresh diaper on and likes to blow that one up with poop. Oh, yeah. How do you figure that out? Are you just testing? Like, oh, there's pee in there? Or? No, so you're, the blue line. Right, Justin? Oh, there's, they, there's they, indicators. There's indicators. Oh, these diapers come with indicators yeah. now. 20th okay. century. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so it's, there's little in, indicators. Sorry, there's I haven't done diapers since <laughs> I was an infant. <laughs> so there's diapers that, yeah, the diapers have a little blue line, so you know when it's wet. And uh, you typically smell the wet ones to see if, you know, hey, can I get 30 more minutes out of this to see if he'll... No, no, he's not going to do anything in there. You need to put a fresh diaper in. And within a minute, 60 seconds, 
it's time to change again because he's he's filled out. No, being a dad has seriously has been great. It's taught me a lot about myself. Um, I can survive twenty four to forty eight hour stints on two hours of sleep. <laughs> we knew that before you had a kid. So yeah. I, I told can, my parents I was like, Grant's taking care of everything. He does all the night stuff. He's fine. He goes off an hour of sleep, no problem. So it it but it I can survive. I can do all that. Um, I don't have a weak stomach, so changing diapers. Uh, I'm a, we talked about ninjas earlier. Question: Does Rachel have a weak stomach? No. Well, what? working in the NICU, she's changed, she changes diapers all the time. So they're she's good. yeah. We're they, they only get nastier. So. That's what I've heard. Yeah, y'all do like y'all are on like solids, not solids, but like baby food. Yeah. So what I need to prepare myself for here? I mean, nothing more than you're doing now. It's just there's a lot more of it. A lot more of it. Oh yeah, because yeah. we go to bigger like diapers. Like the back, back of the hair. Oh, back Dude. of the back of the foot, you know. So yeah, I, you know, when I first started this whole endeavor, I, I've done, I've changed diapers before this, but never like in ex, in this, you know, constant a lot. Do I have a diaper genie? A diaper genie? Yeah. The no. Thing you put your dirty diapers in. Uh. Uh-uh. The one that like does smell or something. Yeah, you need that. Yeah. You probably need to go ahead and buy it. I'm not even joking. Like on Amazon uh, right now. Yes. A diaper genie. It's the thing that sits up there. It's got a. Like odor neutralized. Tonight's podcast top. brought to you by <laughs> Diaper, diaper Genie. Genie. No, it's a diaper baby trash can, right? Yes. Yeah. You you push eliminates the, lid, the scent. It yeah. Pushes the lid, you drop it in there, and there's like two compartments that shut up and it's got a neutralizer at the top. See, I know things. And it goes okay, yeah. it goes into a things. blue bag. When it fills up, you cut it, tie it off, pull it down, tie a knot. You're ready for another twenty. I hope you dang. I had to check out yeah. old diaper genie. It's like a Beretta shotgun with an extended tube. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to check that out. Diaper genie. One note that I got from my brother that was I thought was really smart is once they begin to get, those movements become a little more solid, you chunk the solids in the toilet and then wrap the diaper up that way so that it doesn't stink as bad. That is true, but that's a long ways <laughs> from, from where you genie. are now. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a long. I got okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's like year, year and a half. So I'll wrap up the the feces and the pooping. But you you mentioned the back of the foot. Oh yeah. When you when I first started changing diapers, it was just take the diaper, you know, open the diaper up, pick baby up, clean, and then swap them out. Well, you need to hang on to those feet the entire time because they start kicking and stomping <laughs> and like if you remove dirty diaper and lay it just a little bit out of the way and then lay them back down and don't hold on to their feet, they will kick and play <laughs> in said dirty diaper. <laughs> And then you've got a whole other mess on your hands. Oh, yeah. Just do that in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's been life for me, the, you know, the past right at 30 days is just eat, sleep. Well, I can tell you, it does get better. Yeah. Once once you get him out of your room and into his own environment yeah. and rocking and rolling, um, it definitely does get better. They'll start sleeping through the night. You'll be good to go. You'll be back to normal. Mm-hmm. The mm. new normal. The new normal. <laughs> so you said something in there, the, the diaper genie, and you compared it to a Beretta shotgun with an extended tube. <clears throat> yeah. Speaking of shotguns with extended tubes or just shotguns in general. Who, me? Yeah. Money bag. No, money bag. Money bags. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> I've been using your old Remington. That's not your house. Yeah, I went, I went to bring it tonight. I thought, I thought it was at my parents' house. <laughs> I have your rifle too. too. Man, I'm just loaning out my gun. Yeah. So I wanted to upgrade to uh, my own shotgun, something that will last me. So I think it was something you told me about your Benelli. It's just something you know it would last you the rest of your life mm-hmm. and it would do anything you ever needed to do. 
Yep. So I've been on the search for a gun like that for a while, and the old bonus time ran around at work. Yeah. My bonus. <laughs> Somehow I ended it up. It burned a hole in his pocket. Yeah. I think we got a text, hey, bonus is coming in on Wednesday. Thursday, we got a picture of him at Binks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lead him in for me to I went straight to my, our friends at Binks, and uh, I've been in there a couple times and just let them know, hey, this is what I'm looking at. And so I got my hand on a nice uh, Beretta A400. Yeah. So it's got the uh, Sitka timber pattern on it. That's the one I decided to go with. It's just super pretty. And uh, one great thing that I love about it, it fits three and three and a half shells. Yep. So if I'm out with somebody, I run out, you know, I have the option to switch it up. But that was my, that's my biggest gun purse I've ever made before. That was probably my Weatherby Vanguard for 550. The 30 six, but this was the one that definitely <laughs> really old. Binks loves to see Austin come through that door. Last time you were in there, you bought a muzzle loader. Yeah. This time a Beretta. So yeah, I've been in there the past two times and I bought a gun. Hey, hey! And I brought moose this time. They love moose. Oh, good deal. Pete on the floor. But <laughs> out of excitement. So, about that potty training. Yeah. He got excited. No, moose. No. <laughs> yeah. Shock. So t- yeah, that package that you got to it. So it's got the extended breech, right? Yeah, it's and the then, breech, and then um, I don't know what you call I can't that. Remember the button on the side that releases. <laughs> what do you call that? that? The, the shell thrower. Yeah, the shell. Thrower. <laughs> the loading button. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what that is called. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. I could, I could, but yeah, it's got the extension on both of those. Yeah. Came in the pattern and also came with five different sizes of choke tubes, and then all the different accessories that has to go with it, and a cool travel case. Awesome. Going out. As soon as I get a turkey joke on there, going out there and patting that. Heck up. yeah, it's time, man. I mean, it's yeah, it's here. It's here. So I said my goal. Justin said fill four tags. You've got people that we're gonna have in town too, right? You got some people that are traveling up here. Yeah, another one of my goals is to call. You know, last year traveling yeah. around, I did a lot. You still called up several birds for people though. I but. did, but I, you know, I want to focus on. A lot of people coming in town. A lot of people want to go. So uh, I told them, as long as they got proper to go to, I'll go call yeah, them in right. for them. That's right. <laughs> what about you, Austin? What's the goal for you this spring? Just kill a turkey with my new shotgun. There you go. That's good enough for me. I, no, I, I honestly would love to kill a turkey and then just have moose out there just to have him experience it and look around. It's like having a kid. It's I so got to relate to y'all. <laughs> I just would love to have moose out there with me. <laughs> No, I love it, man. It's all about, and like we talked about when you got the dog. For me, I, I'm a dog person. I've had dogs growing up my entire life. The more you introduce them to, um, the better they are. It makes them much much easier um, on you. So, but uh, that's I mean that's really about it for that. I really want to catch up on. I, we we all talked about what we've got going on life wise. Um, Springs right here. Like I said, we've got guests coming up. We're gonna um, have Alex Wilson on the podcast. He's a local taxidermist. We're gonna have uh, Philip Sharp who uh, is the owner of Big Bone Outfitters, who we went up with uh, last spring for uh, for Justin to get his Merriams. Um, I've, I listed out a couple. I can't remember who else we said. Do you all remember who else I said we were going to have on? I think you said Matt Story. Yeah, Matt Story and, and possibly one or two other guys from Big House Waterfowl. Um, Dylan Schote from Single Focus Media, which is a – actually, they changed their company name. Um, Grassroots or something. No, they, they did. They changed their, their name, but that's okay. But Dylan Schote, he's here. Uh, um, he's based, They're based out of Dixon County. Um, they do a lot of awesome camera work. So we're going to have some guests coming up. We're excited about that. Working on getting uh, – Ray said he would do it from Binks finally. He's finally committed to doing it, so we'll get him on. And uh, just excited for, for the spring and finally getting our feet back underneath us from deer season ending and getting excited about turkey season. So hopefully we can do some more of these a little bit more consistently and, and keep that rocking and rolling. But, guys, how you feel about Episode 30? 
Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for uh, meeting us here on the Crossroads at the 8th and Time podcast. If you like it, rate it. If you love it, be sure to leave a review. Share, subscribe, and we'll see you guys later. Peace.